This episode is brought to you by Portland Distro. If you love underground music and movies, go to portlanddistro.com for licensed shirts, vinyl, CDs, and more. Go to portlanddistro.com. Plug in the discount code MikeHill666 for 15% off at portlanddistro.com. Mike Hill here. This week's episode, my good friend Eric Comps joins us. EK and I lived together back in the 90s in Boston. And um, those of you who are fans of Sick of It All, New York Hardcore and Boston Hardcore, you'll know that EK has played in a bunch of great bands from Sick of It All, Warzone, Straw Dogs, and of course, the legendary Wrecking Crew. I always forget to mention this every week, but um, if you dig the show, make sure you subscribe, follow us on Instagram, or you can follow me, Michael D.C. Hill, on Instagram, and like us on Facebook, Everything Went Black Podcast. Like then? Yeah, it was like the late 90s or some shit. Late like 90s, yeah. More than, more than 20 years ago. Yeah, Fuck, man. Yeah, yeah, totally. What are you doing? You live in New York? What's the dealio? Well, I moved to uh, Jersey um, like about a year and a half ago, right? Literally, More affordable, right? Well, yeah, dude, I live like yeah. a human being now. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I understand. Live, yeah, yeah, I got like a parking space, and I got room. Yes. I have yeah. multiple rooms that I live in. You know, it's nice. Yeah, yeah, it's different. It's not like I, I know exactly what you're saying. You know, human. Yeah, human. <laughs> and uh, and you're out in LA now, right? Yeah, I come out here in um um August of 19, so like two years, pretty much. Oh, good for you, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it was cool, man. I needed a change and to kind of reinvent my shit, so I was like, yo, this is me bounce. Fuck it. I was kind of afraid because it was so far, but I'm like, it could be nothing but good out there if I just apply myself. So I came out, I'm like, oh, shit, it's cool. Then COVID hit, so I was like, boom. And so now it's kind of coming out of that. I'm just kind of settling into things and trying to you know get work, drumming and things of that sort, trying to promote myself and stuff. But yeah, it's pretty cool out it, here. It seems like you got a lot of stuff going on, though, man. You're like, you know, filming stuff, yes. and you know, we talk yeah, about man. all that shit, man. Yeah, I'm just trying to like, um, like, I don't know. It was weird, Mike, because like I look at, I took off a lot of time like doing the EMT shit in Boston. It was like initially a nine year career essentially, but then I had this fucking um, uh, uh, an injury that fucked me up. So that was like another eight. So basically, I, had, I like, and I had things here and there on the side, but nothing really serious playing or even talking to anybody in the scene in like good 18, 20 years or something, you know? Yeah. But when I, when I met you, this had to have been like 90, 95, 96. And you, you were in Otis. Yes. And I was in Big Rick Crush. That's what I was, exactly. And I remember Boston at that time was kind of was kind of weird, right? Very weird. Because you had all that fucking like, that little fucking Tim Katz, all that little shit fucking crew that thought they were like rock and roll royalty, uh, the rock and roll rabbi, that dude Daryl, all those, you know what I mean? And yeah, it was yeah. like. I remember we had so much anger towards them. I was like, well, we'd go to like Colloquial, like, go fuck yourself. We'd be like, just fuck cracking on them. It's been really bad. And Big Red Question plays shows with a lot of those bands and we'd still be mean to them. But what I thought was funny was like, I, you know, I went to college in Boston, right? And then I, I'm, you did? I'm, yeah, yeah. And then, okay, where'd you go? BU? BU, yeah. Nice. And then, awesome. so I, I experienced like the rat and bun ratties, you know, in the late yeah. 80s, you know, hardcore. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're the right age. Yeah. So, you know, Wrecking Crew. Like all that shit, you know, AF playing wow. that fucking. Um... Did you see me with Wrecking Crew? Like yes, 86? I saw you and no Wrecking shit. Crew. I recognized wow. you. That's um, funny because that's only that's where I learned how to play hardcore beats. It was that band and the Straw Dogs, like doo-ba, 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 doo-ba. yeah, and uh, yeah, Agnostic Front at uh, Ground Zero, like stuff. Wow, like that, you know, yeah, Government Issue at. Um, oh, at TTs. TTs, yeah, yeah, like fifty times. Yep, 
Oh, I still hear I have a government issue that comes on my shuffle. I walk as Pete Moffat. That drummer boy, he is nasty. All the shit he used to do. Oh, yeah. oh boom, brah, 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 boom, brah. like these fucking. Oh, and they used to. I remember they played with Scream a lot, and they had this like Gretsch, like a maroon. No, it was kind of like a weird. Oh, like a dark teal colored wood grain Gretsch kit that they would share the kit and just like tour like that, which is smart if you think about it. It is smart, but yeah. they were good. Yeah. GIs. I mean, I saw some good shows at um, TT's Man. Uh, Exploited. They played there. Oh yeah. Yep. Remember that? With uh, I think it was Doctor No, because Wrecking Crew was supposed to play that show, and we didn't, so I ended up. I, I, I did not pit. see them at TT's, though. Oh, it's yeah. killer. But it killer. sounds, yeah. And then when I graduated, I left. I uh, mm-hmm. got a job. I was out on the West Coast for a minute, and then I moved mm-hmm. back to Boston. And then... So, well, you came out here and then went back to Boston? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Really? Why? So the, well, for work. I got a job. Okay. And they, okay. Sent, they yeah. sent me up to the Pacific Northwest, like Washington State. Oh, you know? damn. <laughs> I hear yeah. you. So then uh, I moved back to Boston, and then... Mm-hmm. All this like hard rock stuff was going on with dudes who played in hardcore bands. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's pretty accurate. Yeah, yep. that's a, there wasn't much hardcore going on. Yeah, it was. I, it was, and then Big Red Crush kind of fit into. The, well, I mean, like yeah, you were in the know. band, I associated you with like uh, hardcore. Yeah, you know, but obviously and then you see that shit. And you're like, what the fuck? Well, it was <laughs> it was uh, kind of what was going on because even even four fifty four big block they had that, that yes. blonde, the blonde dude was singing. Oh, uh, fuckface said I couldn't he couldn't cut in the studio, so they ended up not just getting him out of the band. Right? Mike something, Mike something. I think so. Yeah, yeah. And he was in that band, Mother. Yes, he and, was like a junior mini wheat like mini wheat version of like Lane Staley a little bit, but couldn't sing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and that was like you know guys from Wrecking Crew, Eye for an Eye. You know, all That's that right. stuff was right. going on. So there was like this very, uh, you know, kind of like weird vibe as far as like rock music. Yeah. You know, Especially gr- in our age group. Yes. Yeah. Grunge. Because yeah. all grunge. the hardcore, like there was going on hardcore, but it was like that 10 yard fight, like the newer bands, like uh, who was the other? MIIs, like those guys that lived on the first floor, right? Because they were like rev bands, right? It was even before that, actually. Like those bands. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Those bands didn't even really get going. Oh, I you're felt, right. Those yeah. came, yeah. That's like late 90s. Yep. I feel like yep. hardcore wasn't even really a thing in the in the early 90s in boston wow dude if you think about it that's so fucking accurate like who who was playing in boston at the time that was like a literally like a hardcore band i don't i can't think nope. of anyone man nobody like yeah. literally like it was like uh, i mean i don't know when did um when did blood for blood come around i would say they're 90, not really hardcore 96 band, no, 97 maybe oh you know? so they're like 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 terror like all those bands that came out like mid 90s yeah yeah that, and that's yeah. kind of like when that whole youth crew thing started again in boston okay you know, with like the yeah. hard fight, in my yep. eyes, all that stuff. Yep. Yeah. Because I remember I seen when in my, I think, uh, uh, I for and I came down to play with Sick of It All at the Marquee. And it might have been one of those KRS show, one shows. I'm not sure, but with like uh, Burn and shit. And they had this, dude, they ran deep, man. I remember for some reason, Kevin Norton, we was beef. He, he wasn't talking to me. So for some reason, they all of them dyed their hair blonde. Taz, all of them. And then my hair was blonde too. Like just coincidentally. I'm like, what's up, Kevin? He like threw me shade. I'm like, okay, that's fucking awesome. But they had like, they ran deep though. Like, dude, like so many motherfuckers. And they like had their backpacks on. And they were doing backflips off the stage, like in support of Iron Man. I was like, that is hard. Boston represent, you yeah. know? Yeah, all totally. like young kids, like wicked young, you know? Yeah. And that was kind of like, and then it died out for a while, I think. Yes. And then Ta- Taz and Norton were doing Suicide Because, like, what did you do before you did Otis? What kind of music did you play? Well, I, that's before I did Otis. I, was, I wasn't living in Boston. I was living in the Northwest. Oh, you were. And I was oh, trying, to, right. trying to play music up there. Yeah. You know, it wasn't really working because no one – I got to be honest with you, man. Yeah. Early 90s, Pacific Northwest, no one knew how to play their instrument. 
Are you serious? Dead serious, man. I what? went there in this town called Bellingham. What the fuck? Tons of bands. Tons. Really? Yes. But everyone, no one could play? Yeah, but they, none of these fucking guys knew how to play. That's annoying. And that's I so wanted to do thing. like just like evil like shit, you know what I mean? And they no one was yeah. really into that. So I, that's yeah. And you could play, man. And I just ended up moving back, you know, back east after a while. I quit my job. I came back east and started. You yeah, know, you're the you're the only one, only one of the one dudes that I could play. Like I played the best last beat I've ever played with in my life was with you. <laughs> that's right. Just you. Uh, yeah, I tried it with other like people, even like fucking around with those napalm dudes, like whatever. And so and I'm just I couldn't. I couldn't put two and two together. Sigmel had one song where it was like a blast beat, like fucking four bars or a measure. I don't even remember. I was like, duh, duh, duh. it was quick, so I, I can do it. But you, like, and I kept falling off with you too. You remember? Yeah. Like, yeah. no, 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 I gotta go back. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, damn, I can't even do a fucking blast beat. It was awesome though. So loud. Your yeah, fucking I mean, sound is crazy. You're definitely a pocket player, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like I, I enjoy, I enjoy listening to you play when there's like a pocket, oh, you. you know, and, and that that's yeah. like your feel, you know. Exactly. They're kind of like that. I don't know. Like, I, there's a lot of drummers that I like. So I take, I, could t- I literally take a lot from all of them. Like Bonham, like Tony Thompson, you name it. And just kind of like let the song breathe and let the song do what it's supposed to do without going crazy. But then if I'm going to do a fill, it's going to be nasty. Like, I'm like, oh shit, you can do some next level shit. But otherwise, just keep it pocket, like you said. Patterns, yeah. you know, like radio shit, you know? Yeah, totally, man. You know, like Fuck. real, like kind of songwriter style shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, you know, it could be flashy if you want, but like, like Charlie Watts was a pretty neat that way. Like he, I'm not a Stones guy, God rest his soul. But he had that shit where he was just like make a smirk here and there, and he just was nasty, just pocket every single thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that I, I, I was always wanted to ask you, and um, you know, you're you're you know born and raised Boston, JP, I think, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Jamaican playing. Yeah, yeah. Roxbury for both. Yeah. How did you end up playing in Warzone and sick of it all? Yeah, that's um, that is strange. I it was um really really into like kind of like break dancing and graffiti shit, like that whole side of the being a teenager thing. Um, and then all, and then all of a sudden, like I was going to meet Glenn Dudley, went to JP High together, and he's like, "Yo, he turned me on to like the Cure and a few of those." Like, well, Glenn, Glenn Dudley, of, just to yeah. jump in real quick. Yeah. Also played in the legendary Wrecking Crew. Just to you, yeah, you listen, listeners out there, you know, just keep yeah. things in perspective here, you know. So what it, I don't know, it was weird. Like that was my little like as far as pop culture and being like fourteen, fifteen years. Like I remember like the whole drumming thing and like starting when I was nine and then being eleven and have my first job like a paperwood. I remember thinking to myself, this can sound fucked up for an eleven year old, but like I had like all of like most of Lamartine Street and all the side streets and I was big on Sundays it was cold, you had to stuff the papers, I get a shopping cart, I'm like, yo, I have to get really good at the drums because I don't like this working shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a paper route, and I'm 11, so I was a little salty already. <laughs> and uh, so what happened was I um, ended up doing, you know, I was breakdancing and doing all that kind of cool shit, my graffiti, like, you know, I wrote Spanky, by the way. Um, so it was all this really cool shit. And then Glenn, for some reason, I hung with him a little bit here and there, and he turned me on to those bands. And then I was also, my neighbor moved in upstairs, and he saw me with the four tom, and he's like, you play drums? I'm like, yeah. So I was playing with them, this band, The Eels, and I was after uh, my first band, Miracle Boy, with Jordan Knight and Kevin Craddock. So they, I was like 14, 15. Oh, so they had that they had that loft down on Causeway Street. I don't know if you've ever been there before it shut down, but it was above it was like above Pat, whatever pizza place, like next to the tra- trains. It's all different down there now, but it was essentially a loft. Like it was insane. They built out rooms and they were all bike messengers. And so I ended up playing with them and getting in with that crowd. And I was like a little baby of the crowd. And they were really, really cool. So I started to get a little bit better at the drums. And then Glenn's like, "What are you doing that for? Why don't you just come play with us?" And I was like, "All right, I'll give it a shot." So I ended up 
doing that and it worked out good and started playing these really cool shows i remember getter wouldn't book the yields i'm like what the fuck we're not cool enough <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's booking wrecking crew and i'm like this is cool now i'm in it's a wrap it's all over so we started playing faint shows at both bands and then started just doing wrecking crew and then um that turned on the straw dogs so i was doing those both at the same time and then all of a sudden sob this guy sob uh it's old skinhead uh, original like og dms to r.i.p visiting in boston somehow and he's like yo lukey luke is leaving Warzone. you should um you know, do you like them or whatever? And I was like, yeah, they're pretty good or whatever. Like, no, let me jump in real quick. Sal, yeah. also. Marauder. The Marauder, yes. That's right. I totally forgot about yeah. that band. Marauders. started it later. Yeah. yeah. One of the, they, like, they got big, right? Yeah, they're still going without them, believe it or not. Yeah, they just played mean? here, like last um, whatever with um, Leeway. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, San Pedro. That's what it was. Yeah, that's uh, like my friend Rob Pistoria plays. Um, guitar with them and he's a funny fuck like plays jackson's and he's good friends with mike gibbons from leeway and he's there always we fuck with each other on facebook like you suck he's like you need a clock you see meters so bad man you need to make sure like, <laughs> each other apart like it's fucking fun he could play though he's good yeah you like his style like that chunky down picking yeah i have i have like pretty much all the marauder albums man they're all pretty really awesome. how many did they do i got like four and, wow, and they no put shit. one out a few years ago with uh, oh, really? the lineup that's primarily based out of uh, Albany, I think. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know George had some kind of stuff going on with those guys, um, the, the other three letters. And I was like, oh, it turned into this whole thing. At the end, I was like, whoa, what's going on, man? I, it was weird because I thought he was one of them. But I guess something happened, so they turned on. I was like, that's fucked up. Like picking up tables and shit. I'm like, Jesus Christ. That's a weird show. But yeah, they're still going strong. And Saab, you know, something happened along the way with, with you know, irrefutable immutables, which is unfortunate. But he basically was the, I guess, would you say catalyst? Yeah. Um, so Saab, yeah, Saab was the kind of the, the, you know, the catalyst, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, and then, so what happened is I learned those songs. I learned those songs. I'm like, how am I going to do this? Like, I got to get my drums out of the space. Blah, 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 blah. So um, being like a real dick, I didn't even tell those guys I was leaving. The straw dogs. I just do it. I just went, grabbed my drums left a uh, note with the key under Leno, like, we're a scumbag style, like, fucking slippery, fuck, like, who would do that? I mean, I'm 17, I don't know what the fuck I was doing, bad decision, number fucking 12 already. <laughs> so, so um, Kristen Brady, I don't know if you remember her, old school OG, um, Brooklyn skinhead girl, or oi boy girl, she lives with Jay now, is married to Jay in Brooklyn, Jason, that was an eye for an eye. Oh, yeah, kid. L- little Jay. Yeah, little Jay, yeah. Okay. And he's still, he's little, but he's an adult, very strange. <laughs> but they're, they're, they're married, and uh, they have a family, a beautiful family in Brooklyn. But she, um, her, she had a car. So her and four or five other uh, oibirds that I knew were all boys, like close. They were like oibirds, skinhead, whatever. Got my drums, put them in the trunk, and drove to New York and fucking listened to that album the whole way, whole way there, over and over and over. And we got lost. So here it is. I'm driving straight to the audition. It's pouring rain with these girls, and I <clears throat> get there late, late, like I don't know, hour and a half, two hours late. And they're like, oh, he's like, what's up, B? I'm like, what's up? Like mad awkward because we're like rolling. You know what I mean? Like. I have my drumstick bag, and he's like, yeah, so he's, like, he's kind of late. I was like, yeah, I got lost, man. So I was like, how about this? Rabies like, yo, stay at my boy's house in Brooklyn, da-da-da-da, and you can do it, like, you know, three or four days or, like, you know, next week or something. I was like, so I'm thinking, all right, this, I literally might kill. I have $30 in my pocket because no one would lend me money because they knew I was going to New York, so I sold my boots, my reds, my cherry reds, <laughs> to, to Luke the last. God rest his soul. I think he's gone, too. And had $30. I'm like, how am I going to do this, man? It was the craziest feeling in my stomach, but I was like, you know what? Yeah, okay. I could just go for broke. You know what I'm saying? Like crazy decision making when you're that age. I went back the, the next time and nailed it. Knocked out like mad other people were there. I'm like, oh, you guys need to just go home because 
this is mine. <laughs> and I went in and just fucking tore it up. <laughs> and then, yeah, then that's it. Next thing you know, I'm playing New Music Seminar at fucking Irving Plaza, like fucking four months later, and on Caroline Records to boot. Holy so good, good decision, yeah. And I had, uh, had random jobs at first. Like My first job was, uh, it's called Shaping Up at the Fulton Fish Market, dude. You have this hand truck that is big as fucking, I don't know, a pickup truck. And you basically deliver the fish from the um the merchants to the other um not venues but the other uh, people that are buying it or whatever uh, customers i guess you would say like it's all over like different peck slip different slips and shit and it was really hard job and it was like from you'd go to work at like leave the house at like uh one in the morning and start around then and then you get out at like 7 a.m or whatever they get under the under the table 90 100 bucks here you go so we go hit an omelet and get some tweeds and go to the beach and that's where i got scarred from uh leg tattoos i just started getting my leg tattooed like four months ago because uh, all these cuisines they'd be wearing those banana hammock fucking uh bathing suits like hey you would like lightning bolt earrings like, hey, fuck, hey, hey with like a fucked up tweety bird tattoo on the fibula with like yosemite <laughs> salmon i was like ah i'm like scarred never gonna get a leg tattoo <laughs> the car is like playboy bunny locks <laughs> that's awesome man yeah wow this is fucking man this is so cool to catch up hell yeah dude I knew it was going to make my um, day or week or whatever. And it, like you said, being busy, um, it's just, it, it, it just, I don't know, it's good. It's healthy um, is what it is for my, for my mind, my body, my soul. Like, it's just keeping busy and like being, especially being older. I'm going to be 52 in January. I got to keep this shit rolling. The acting classes are fun. So how did you get into acting, man? I mean, I'm not surprised because you, uh, you know, I remember you were you did a little bit of modeling and all that kind of stuff and, oh yeah, yeah yeah that men's fashion i call it I, like yeah. what's men's fashion never mind you don't know i just i don't even say modeling because it sounds so lame and whack <laughs> but i did yeah um the acting i don't know it's just i just was like yo i want to try this like really super curious and i remember in grade school and middle school I, I was in like i don't know four or five or six or whatever plays and i thought it was fun and then my when i was 11 when i had that same paper job my mom had me in this workshop with television modeling down in copley Square, more like Arlington Street and Boylston Street, right there. It was above this Brigham's. It was crazy. I used to take the bus, the 39 bus, just solo with my fucked up corduroys down to fucking uh, every Saturday and go to this class. And it was cool. I remember them, like, you'd have to read these, like, commercials or whatever, like, Elm Speed Shop, and they work on inflection and timing. And it was kind of like I kind of touched the iceberg a little bit, but my mom couldn't afford the advanced class, which five of us got picked, so I, we just stopped it. Um, and I was just curious because I, I, there's people out here that are, um, doing things that are like doing well and and, and <clears throat> it's weird because they're like people like us so i think maybe i can do it you never know it seems it's like hard. so incredibly hard. hard to break into that kind of stuff oh it is you know what's cool about it is i'm not on some like i'm trying to be on feature film like whatever maybe down the road if that happens but i'm not trying to go into castings like i'm not oh headshots and manager I, that that's an interest to me what interests me is the um acting like i just this Wednesday, I'm just going to finish up. It's an eight-week scene study class, and you essentially have a scene partner, and you pick a scene, and you go on stage, and you do it. You have to, like, memorize shit, and I just started learning how to memorize shit and uh, trying to be me. My acting coach is dope. He's a fucking amazing guy, Josh Baton. He's Mike Baton's brother. Mike was in Super Touch, and uh, the fuck? Oh, uh, Token Entry. He's a bass player. He's from right. Queens. Great guy. And his brother's. he's been on a bunch of shit. You'd recognize him, and he's really cool. He's like, you know what, EK? He's like, just, you can't stop acting. He's like, just be yourself. He's like, yeah, how about this? Let your inner mass hole out and just flip it up on this one scene. I was like, all right. So I just was just being me, like we're talking now. And he goes, that's the shit. Like <laughs> all the students were like, damn, they were bugging and laughing and shit. I was like, okay. So essentially just be myself um, and, and just do the lines, which is kind of hard though too, you know? Oh, so you're actually working with, with dialogue and stuff like that. That's Yeah. That's sick, yeah. Man. 
Yeah, it's sick. And then what I'm doing now, it starts um, October 18th or 16th, one of the even numbers in the latter part of October. It's called a Meisner um, technique, um, acting technique class. It's M-E-I-S-N-E-R. And it's what it is, it's like no scenes or anything of that sort. What it is is they just like, you do all this crazy emotional, weird, um, like emotional, like, uh, I don't know, seesaw, roller coaster shit, like breaking down and building up and breaking down. And it's like a year thing. And I guess you can get, do it in nine months, accelerate. So I'm going to do it in nine months. And yeah, we'll see what happens after the year. If I feel like, hey, maybe I can go, you know, do that stupid commercial thing or whatever. I'll, I'll see if I can do it, you know. But right now, that doesn't impress me because I just I still love playing drums. And I was going to fucking, I was playing with that dude Israel, but I almost had to fucking, first time I had to hit a person for the first time in 15, 20 years. It's oh, fucking no. crazy. Oh, my God, Mike. Like, you read about, like, so emotionally unstable. I was like, and I could see the red flags even when I initially, because I got back to Mexico with my girl, and he was like blowing me up. He's like, "Yo, I can play drums," and I was like, "Okay, word." So he has this these songs that he did on this thing called Meltdown, and dude, and it sounds like a demo like that you and I did when we were like, I don't know, fourteen or some shit. <laughs> like, like he's trying to program the drum machine. It's like, brr, like all falling off, <laughs> fucked up. Meter. And he's like, "Yeah, you see the way he threw in that double kick?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> like, and, and then meanwhile, he can't even really play guitar. It's like. He's trying to sing and play guitar, and he really can't play the instrument. And he's trying to like go off and perform and like all this shit in practice. I'm like, oh, my. like the red flags were up, but I was like, you know, I've made decisions like that in the past where I just bounce from playing with people. And he's just being kind of selfish, just from like attitudes or whatever. But this, this was just like an impossible thing. And everyone, my friends, who like, do like go like, stick it out, just do whatever. It's good. You know, I was like, yeah, I'll just play some shows and be easy. But I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't. It's hard to keep a straight face around it when it's so obvious, you know. Now that's that's the guy Israel that was in the Bad Brains, right? Yeah, like the big audio dynamite phase of the Bad Brains. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't fuck no. with those records. No, I didn't really fuck with anything post Quickness. Actually, Quickness was mediocre. I think I Against Eyes where it kind of all stopped. You know, I tend right. to agree with you on that. I, um, right? I, I yeah. like I like Quickness, but I don't love it. But I Against Die, exactly. I, thought, I thought that was like the future of music when I first heard that record, man. Oh, my God. I remember living at that loft. I was just talking about a concert. You're hearing that shit. And I remember how the uh, production was huge. You didn't hear anything like that in hardcore ever. <gasps> the wah, wah, women. Yeah, those like, big, big reverb drums and that weird. Yeah. You know what's funny is Mackie. Mackie's, uh, that's the reason why I like Quickness is because Mackie's got cool, like, dip chops. That's the only guy I like, really took lessons from. But he said to me that he did all the pre-pro for that record. Like, all those beats are the ones that he wrote. And then they were like, no, nah, it's not going to work out right now. So, and they kind of booted him oh, and no got all the way back in the band. Yeah, and he just basically listened to all the rehearsal tapes and, and wrote his parts. Because if you think about that, Mackie, it's, it's like, that's just the way he plays. That's the way he approaches it. So it makes sense to me. And oh. then... Quickness came out and he wasn't even on the cover. Remember? <laughs> it was just all them dudes. <laughs> oh, wait. Actually, I, I, yeah. I remember there being a picture of Mackie on, in the band on, on Quickness. No, not really? not now. If you, yeah, look it up. It's like, dude, it's just basically the lineup from like, you know, uh, I Could Die. And they, but on the inside, they're like all drum tracks by Maxwell Jason or whatever. Oh, no shit. But yeah, they didn't. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's fucked up. But then he got in the band again. And that's when I left Sick of It All. Um, I ended up teching. That's the only band I ever wrote for um, for three weeks when Chuck was singing, Chuck Mosley, and Chuck he was Mosley, playing drums. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah very yeah. weird, very weird time. It's funny how your, right. memory, your memory fucks up sometimes. Like I, I distinctly see Mackie in. Maybe it's another record I'm thinking about. Yeah, is it is it Bad Brains or is it yeah. Promax? Yeah, Bad Brains. Really? Maybe maybe on the inner sleeve or something. Maybe uh, it's that funny. Could be, could be right. Yeah, but it's funny. I, I wouldn't be surprised if my brain just made that up. 
you know. <laughs> like I fucking, I like, I, I remember stuff fucked up as it is, man. Like I go yeah. back to, you know, back to the days that you and I lived together. Like I, yeah. I, I wonder if any of that shit even happens sometimes. Yeah, I, it's weird. I, you know, it's funny. My um, Toby out here, my friend Toby, I hang out with him a lot. He was my like drum tech back in Sigma. and now he has he's two out here, and he's he's a good guy, like healthy to hang around. It's funny, real hyper. And he's like, yo, he's like, EK for as much shit that you did and like where you came from like being you know so, you know coming from drugs and all this shit he's like your memory is like insanely precise like i can remember like some shit in like the fifth grade like yeah this dude i fucking had egg on his face and i slapped him in his fucking earlobe and blah, blah, blah. he's like it's fucking hilarious <laughs> <laughs> hey you ever gone to punk rock bowling um there that happens all over the country there's there's one in jersey oh, really? too. yeah yeah they have they have a punk rock bowling in new jersey i thought it was just vegas Maybe see once again. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh no! What you know? What? No, check this. Be right, because it's like They're, a it's like a thing, right? A they, promotion. It's a thing. Whatever. Yep. Because yeah. they had a few years ago off played at Punk Rock Bowling in New Jersey. Really? Yeah. No shit. Yeah, and flag, flag, and who's, off played. Who's flag? Flag is Black Flag without Greg Ginn and Henry Rollins. You serious? Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's got the dude from uh, the Descendants, uh, Chuck, Bi- uh, not Chuck Biscuits, uh, not Chuck, Chuck Dukowski. Oh, uh, um, Bill Stevenson. Steven- no, Bill Stevenson. Oh, Bill Stevenson. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's nasty. and they and they uh, they do uh, you know Black Flag songs. Who sings that dude? Um, Diego, or whatever. No, uh, fuck man. Uh, oh wait, no, like Keith Morris. Team. Keith Morris does it. Oh, he does. Oh, okay. So they can do that one song. Man, 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 man. And he just sings like, you know, all the other shit yeah. that Dez sang. I was trying to get up on that circle jack shit, man. Like trying to like yeah, there's like drummers out here that have shit unlocked, like two or three of them, they nail everything out here. Yeah. And me trying to slip in is not easy. So you know, offspring needed a guy, fucking so and so needed a guy. And I'm like, you know, people just slide right in. It's either it's either Josh Freeze is amazing or Travis or um <clears throat> it's uh, Joey fucking I forget his last name. Joey's he's nasty. I think does he play with um Slipknot? No, that's what's his name? Son, right? Max, what do you call it? Son? Oh, uh, yeah, Wein- Weinberg. Yeah. Wein- Weinberg, Wein- Weinstein. Weinstein, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, that's good. Yeah, accurate. <laughs> so, um, your place right now, what is it? A one bedroom, two bedroom? Like, how much is it? Is it cool? Like, yeah, it's cool, man. It's uh, it's in just uh, outside of um, New Brunswick in that area. Like, it's is not that, like it's, it's a small ish. No, no, no. I'm I'm in central no, Central Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so it's like far out. enough away. Mm-hmm. where it's cool you know like you okay. feel like you're away from the city but okay. it's, it's also close enough where you can shoot in there and Get do stuff done. yeah oh so what do you do what do you um as far as like um you do the podcast and i also saw this other thing that you do that's really awesome the necromaniacs what's that all about oh the horror one man yeah that's, that's uh dope. yeah two horror po- horror podcasts and i do this and it's uh dope yeah man it's that so horror cool. one is sick man i love those posts i'm like this is such a good idea and it doesn't surprise me that you'd be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man yeah you talk to josh at all you know what josh fucking ghosted me man what yeah why I, my lifelong friend just disappeared you and, guys are boys man nah, not anymore man Oh, you got to be kidding me. Why? He's like, I, you guys are like the nicest people. I have no idea. Jesus after Christ, all, that's weird. After all these years. Like, when did he, when did that happen? That's so, I'm sorry, dude. That sucks. He's a good guy. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I got nothing against him except that for whatever reason, he just uh, disappeared out of my life, man. That's fucking lame. You guys have been boys forever. That's true. But it's. Uh, did they, wait, did he play bass in Otis as well when you play guitar? He played bass in that band. Yep. He was also the yep. bass player in, in Anodyne. Anodyne, yep, that's right. You got, then, yeah, you guys uh, are tight. You know, and then all the bands we, you know, we played in bands. He was in bands after that, and I, 
where they were. Yeah, you guys, man, tight. Yeah. You and him were really tight. Like as yeah, far man. as like that genre of music, I was like, holy fuck, dude, it's like amazing. We, we're th- we went through so much shit together all through the 90s, yeah. you know? And yeah, like, that's what makes you tight. Yeah, man. In my opinion. And uh, I don't know. He just doesn't, I guess he doesn't, doesn't like me anymore. Does know? he so, live in Europe? I see he posts shit about, it's like some Russian name on uh, Shabef or something on Instagram. He posts pictures of his cat, a lot of cats, and this girl. <clears throat> he's got this blonde girl, his girlfriend or something. I think they're like, married. Oh, really? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, oh, I didn't wow. even get invited to the wedding. Oh, that's some bullshit, dude. Yeah, man. Yep. Agree, uh, that's man. so lame. Fuck him. I'm. I'm gonna unfollow him. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, no, no. It's, I, I, I mean, we're not. We're not in touch, man. It's just people just disappear, no. man. It was. Was it one of those things where like, it's not like it just kind of happened because of incommunicado, like baseline, or you think it was deliberate? Well, I'll. I'll check. I'll check this out. Okay. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like back 2017. This is when it happened. Okay. I was on it's tour. Uh-huh. Um, we were playing in Chicago. What band was this? The Tombs. Okay, Tombs. Yeah, my, my current band. Yeah. Yes. The and, band I'm in now. So. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I get a text message, and he's like, "I'm in Chicago," and he's okay. like, uh, "You know, let's let's hang out." So I'm like, "All right, cool." So Dope. you know, he shows up at the venue, and you know, we, and I'm like, "You know, you, I'll put you on the guest list. You want to hang out?" And yep. he's like, uh, "No, nah, I'm gonna go home." I'm like, "All right, you know, I gotta, maybe you got to work right. tomorrow, or whatever." Uh-huh. So I text him. I'm like, dude, I'll be back home. And I was still living in Brooklyn at the time. I'm like, I'll be in Brooklyn yeah. in like, you know, three weeks. Let's get dinner. And he's okay. Like, well, that's the thing. I, I, I live in Chicago now. Right? What? Yeah. So I'm like, get the fucking kids. so random. Like, like, granted, I was on tour for like two months at that time. So I, I haven't been home since like, you know, this is okay. like November. I wasn't home since like, you know late September yeah. at that point. So things transpire when you're on the road, obviously yeah. in the city. Whatever. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, like, I come home, and then, like, at some point in December, there's all these cryptic messages about his wedding, right? Like, cryptic? Like, like what? Like, like oh, I don't even know. It's, it's the weirdest <laughs> thing, man. He's like, he's like a, a, a beautiful thing happened this weekend or something like that. And I'm like. It's so fucking, like, <laughs> ominous. Like, what the fuck is that? So then, and then uh, a mutual friend of mine, of, of ours. Okay. He's like, he's like, oh, I guess you are, you're on the pay no mind list, too. And I oh, was like, what? Yes. Yeah. So the, he, these two, two of us guys, and this wow. other guy, are, I'm not going to mention his name because I don't want to okay. involve him in Fair anything enough. here. Yeah, I guess he was supposed to do the ceremony for another fiance that he had. Okay. And he wasn't invited to the wow. wedding either. What? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking strange. So, and that was the last I heard of him. At that point, I was like, you know what, man. I got enough going on in my life. I got, you know, like relationships falling apart and all this other yeah, shit going life on with shit. me. Right. And I, I don't got the energy to pursue anything. So I just kind of let it go, man. I'm like, oh, okay. All know, right. Yeah. And it's like, if uh, I'm, you know, you know how to find me, I'm around. I'm easy yes. to get in touch with. It sounds like something that can be resolved really, really easy. It doesn't seem to sound like some kind of specificity in terms of beef or anything like that. But it's yo, just you, sometimes we don't was, have the energy to do it. Though. That was four years ago, man. Yeah, seventeen. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, damn. Yeah, <laughs> actually, when it's four years and we're like 50, 51, 49, whatever, that's kind of a little bit of a long time. <laughs> that yeah, makes man. Sense. Yeah, totally. You think you, the years slip away, man? It's crazy. Yeah, dude. And it's like twenty years ago. Like I was thinking when you were going to do this interview, I was like, when did? I was trying to think specifically when was the last time I saw you. Was it when we jammed you one on one, or was it literally like when you were a roommate? And I was like, goodbye. Like just because I think Dean left and. 
Yeah, it was probably around that time because um, I know that when, when we when we played together, we were looking for a drummer in Anodyne because our we, oh, got, we right. came back from a tour. Yeah, and the guy that was Stop. playing with us, like the like, just disappeared. He left. It was one of those oh, deals yeah. where it's like you know you're out for like five six weeks. Yeah, and the guy we last show was in Boston, and he's like, oh, by the way, I quit. What? <laughs> After we Jesus were done playing, <laughs> we're loading out. We're loading out of the Middle East, and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, uh, yeah, I quit. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. You know, so That's then, like a by, by the way part. It's kind of sucks. So yeah. Like, <laughs> and I was like, so we get in the van and we drop him off. He takes his drums out of the back of the van, and that was the last I saw that guy. Damn. I told. I, t- I think I remember something to that effect when I was young, and I was like, oh, I was like, I would have loved to have done it if I could have cut it. That's like a whole. Because it's the thing is, I hit all rim shots, so it's like it, 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 it has to all be like that. And a lot of those drummers don't they don't do all rim shots, but they do those amazing beats. Like it's so hard to you see the shit now these double kick kids do. Oh my god! Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, that's oh it's, my god. It's some next level. The drummers dude. just keep getting more and more technical and faster. It's fucking, it's I'm wondering if I should even have done this promo video now. Like the shit I see out there, I'm like, wow. I just basically played to four different songs, and I'm gonna have him edit it like a couple of hip hop joints and like a. Um, there's a new turnstile song that's fucking insane. You should fuck with it if you haven't heard it. It's called Ten Turnstile Loving Care or something like that. That specific song. It's like it starts like these really fast style hats and then it's really smooth and fast and the dude's voice is different. It's cool. I just started fucking with it. A lot of my friends have loved it for years. I keep hearing like, about cool. that band actually. Yeah, Mike. The new fuck with that new record. It's called Glow. Okay. Like um, you know, like the gorgeous, gorgeous ladies of wrestling, uh, wrestling like the show. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, totally, man. Yeah, um, yeah, it's amazing. So, and then I'm like, he's gonna this um, skater kid uh, Isaiah is um, a mutual friend of a friend. He's gonna, you know, edit it. And I was like, just do it. Been a few times, I could feel myself, you know, falling off the meter. And I was like, ah, I'll have to do it again. So I had to basically get three takes of every song. I'm just gonna have them throw it together with some cleverness and see. It's basically just to promote myself. That's the only reason why I did it. Like I didn't even think of it. And Toby's like, it's a good idea. People out here, you know, you probably don't even know you still play the fucking drums. You know what I mean? It's been like 20 years. You know? Yeah, but like that's, twenty years ago was the world's my fuse, which where we went that good. I mean, it's still like, uh, you know, your resume is still fucking sick, though, man. And I think, yeah, that's pretty you know, cool. Having a promo yeah. video, and and I think that that's, I feel like L.A. is like similar to New York in a lot of ways, where it's like, yes, I you agree. Can, you can, people are always looking for people to play, you know, do exactly. sessions and all yep. that kind of the shit. opportunities. Exactly. I always think of that New York and L.A. is those like it's definitely the New York of the West Coast, and like. As far as film, fashion, like um, fucking music, like all that shit, it's like such a. And I haven't even really tapped into it a little bit, but those, like I said, the Travis and all those guys take all the fucking work. So it's like <laughs> I do a jingle here, jingle there, which is cool because I look good at it. But like I get the scab breaks, I'm not immune anymore. So it's like okay, there you go, buddy. And I'm like, and then like that's a 13 week cycle. The, the residual cycle is weird. So you get like this little check in 13 weeks. Like, oh yeah, that, I forgot about that. It's kind of cool. It's like the Warzone shit. Like they did all the re-release shit. So finally getting royalties after. How many years? 1988. Uh, so every March in September is pretty cool. It's not like, I mean, it's revelation. It's not like, oh my God, I can fucking feel five grand or anything. But it's enough to buy some cigarette, you know, cigarettes and shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, every little bit helps, man. That's for sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Wow. But is it How, how's it be, getting cold there yet? Uh, not really. It's like, I don't no, know, right? like, like 70 or something like that. It's not too, too. We're getting into that time of year though definitely yeah but sure. you know i was gonna say when you said um re- my brain is great you said the resume like the resume is kind of cool with me right yeah but don't you think it's important mike like let me ask your opinion so like okay that's cool that that was that but now it is now like not to 
like relive try to relive like the stuff when i was a teenager or like with the promo shit and everything or is it like come up you think it'll come off like trying too hard i think you know that what I'm saying? like i'm not rest on my laurels is in other words you know i think that you definitely it's important to have um like current work that you're doing current, you know? yeah but also current do not weird, yeah do not discount the past stuff though because that's solid okay yeah that's okay. like legit yeah. experience like that's like, yeah been on tour been in the studio Yes. And all yes. this shit. That's important to keep yes. that, you know, part, as part of the package, you know. I agree. Because uh, people don't have to babysit me on tour, be a tour baby, or like can't like say, oh, my God, click track. You know what I mean? I can just kind of do it, you know. And, you know. Yeah, you'd be hard. surprised. Just just the ability to play to a, cl a click track is uh, not, not yeah. every drummer knows how to do that. I was just going to say, like, like probably, I mean, 85%. And that's like, I'm not even being that cynical. Probably can't do it. It's tough. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I did it on that Bad Warzone record, so I, I broke into it at age 19. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like that metal one with the bullet holes. Yeah, like, yeah. Doo -doo, doo -doo, doo -doo. I was like, you got, I've never like done anything like that in my life. So I ended up underplaying so bad that it sounds like, it sounds like I kind of programmed a little bit, like Vulcan 909 or whatever. But it's just, it, you know, and then you hear like sometimes a kick drum, I, like, I was so like not confident while I was tracking that record that like it'll do these, these dribble like ghost notes and it would, Trigger the sample, so it would be like, do, 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 ba, do, 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 like it would, you know what I mean? It, it, to me, it sounds fucked up, and most people don't recognize it, but you would recognize it. Like, wow, it's fucked up. <laughs> I, I'd have to listen to it. I have to listen. Oh, you don't want to listen it. to that. I'd Maybe have to listen song. for it, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Because with all the all the other stuff going on around it, like yeah, little, little details like that. Unless you're listening for it, will get lost. You know? Yeah, you're right. True. That's actually true. It's almost like if you're playing live and you throw a brick, like you're like, oops, like you say to yourself. Oh, that sucks. I'll just, re I'll just, you know, um, what do you call it? Recover and keeps going with the next song or whatever. But then if you make a face, well, yeah, you break, then, break, then, it then people it will know you fucked up. And when you exactly. make a face, you're like, <laughs> no, everyone would have been like, oh, it's everything's sick. And then like, yep. you yep. make a face and like, that guy must have fucked up over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so accurate too because it's just you, you're. You're, you're putting that out there. Like, they're looking at you. Like, these people, like, 50 people or whatever. And it's like, holy shit. Like, it's fucking... <laughs> what a buzzkill. <laughs> but you know what's crazy, man? We Like, I was telling you that story about how that kid quit the band at the end of the tour, yeah. like, at the Middle East when we were loading out. And it was like, the people that play music are fucking insane, man. You gotta, you gotta like, really oh, yeah. think about All of us. And how... Yeah, perspective. Just, like, some of the stupidest shit has happened over the years in playing in bands. You know, stuff I like know. that. You know, guys not showing up for the tour, guys like leaving, yep. you know, like people. Yep. It's crazy, crazy lifestyle. Yeah. And you say it, you, I mean, you're putting it, you're kind of saying it as like kind of light, like the craziest stuff has happened, like on a tour. That's the light stuff. Yeah. That, I mean, you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just, it's, I mean, these bands we've been in, just think of all those different relationships that are like, they say at the end of your life, you need like 10,000 people. Um, so us, it's you gotta like double, triple that number at least. Oh yeah, easily, man. Just to be in the, in the band, right? Being a guitar player and a drummer, it's just you have that social. Uh, I love that. It's like it makes you reminds me that I'm alive. I don't even care if people are not slam dancing or whatever. I just I love that. Like, hey man, that was pretty cool. I'm like, oh, okay, that was cool. Like you literally tape the drumstick to your cast and just play the show. I was like, yeah, that was pretty cool. That <laughs> <laughs> middle East this was fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So I you want to um, question, man. If uh, like what. As far as like original music, like you know, like you had this thing going on in Israel. Are there any other other perspective things you're working on? Um, pr primarily just my songs that I've been writing for the last like I don't know, 15 years or plus. Like I don't, <clears throat> I have fun with them because I'm really, 
subpar guitar player pass. I just really, I don't know what it is with the motor function or the finger placement. I, but I can enough to like write. And I'm really into like, like fucking with, um, like I have my phone's Apple and things like that, but my, I have a PC, so fucking with Cakewalk a little bit. And just trying to like go with the tech side of things to do my own pre pro on the songs that I've been writing and actually maybe like, you know, they're not bad. It's not like rock or it's like oh, anything. It's weird. I don't know. It's like kind of like, like, Programmy like trip hoppy beats, but like slower and faster with different time signatures with like vocals that are like three part harmonies, but just like huge, huge choruses and no bridges because they're just fucking stupid. Um, no guitar solos, any of that stupid shit. Um, so that's pretty much it as far as creatively right now for me, just my own shit. Um, and then, uh, you know, the drummer promo video that should help maybe yeah. grabbing a gig somewhere, whether it's a tour or a session, like you said, or whatever. We'll see, it remains to be seen. Um, and I did that same night. I did some some weird fashion shit with the guy's girlfriend. She did. So I'm going to try to put that. There's a few uh, applications you could use to just put your shit up. And be like, yo, 150 an hour. Good night. You know what I mean? Let's see, sure. see what happens. You might as well. I'm not on some J. Crew Abercrombie shit. But I, if you're going to give me money for having a big nose and tattoos, I'm in line. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. I'm going to go up. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, so are you, are you looking to form a band or join one or, you know, what's, um, what's let me, let me, I'll put it like this way. If, if I was going to form something and I, I don't know, it's like come out of the woodwork of sorts. I don't know, I'll put it that way. It'd have to be every, anyone, people that are on the same level, like, especially musically, like chops wise, it has to be there or else you can't, I can't hold hands or teach people like that. I was doing to Israel, man. I was like, yo, you can't, you gotta like, you know, and I'm not even that hard to work with. I'm pretty easy. Like I'm like a personality. I'm like that in rehearsal, you know? Like, I don't do four or five hours. And I'm like, yo, let's do twice a week, man. He's like, in the bass player, couldn't. He's like, he's like, dude, first of all, he came in a rehearsal. He's like, stuck on this dude. And I was like, yo, let me get a few dudes down there. He came down with a five string bass, just fucking like on some like finger shit, which isn't bad. But I was like, yo, you can play Stanley Clark band too. He's like, oh, he looked at me all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, it wasn't, it wasn't flowing. Like, you know, there's some stuff in hardcore you play with, uh, pick some with fingers, it, it, whatever it calls for. But he just couldn't, he didn't have those chops. I was like, no, you gotta like, you gotta like those fingers, you gotta jump. There's the kick drum, it's like a jump, a jerk. And he's like, okay, and he just couldn't do it. So, I mean, I stuck it out for several months, but they'd have to be on the same level as me, and also have be stable. I mean, for the most part. I mean, they don't have have a wife and kids or girlfriend and shit like that, but at least pay your bills and pay rehearsal bills and and be good, you know. Yeah, that's a big thing that a lot of a lot of like you know people out there that might be listening to this that are uh, you know living normal lives, like yeah, like. I know. Be, being able to like be on time with shit like that, like like you know, yes. space rent and that kind of stuff is fucking. Yeah. Like you'd be surprised I mean, how how hard that is oh, with people. I know, dude. I fucked it up for years. It wasn't until <laughs> I was an EMT and I literally grew up from thirty to forty doing that job. Like literally grew the fuck up, and like none of this shit was bothering me. Like um, blood and guts and dead baby. Like all this, I seen the other shit, and it, like, for some reason, it just never. I don't have any like trauma from it or anything it's really weird because i think i had been through so much shit up until that point of age 30 31 that like that stuff was like secondary i just was good at it it was like i was brushing my teeth i'm like okay come here this isn't cpr oh it's bleeding stop the bleeding like shooting victims like 10 people like shot up i'm like yeah. yo come here. all right just throw them on the you know it's well, just you know my mom did it for 30 years i was gonna she say did. i knew that your yeah. mother your mother did that yeah single mom style too like yeah. fucking savage dude they used to call her the iron maiden at work when you and told so me go, when you told yeah. me that you were doing the EMT work, I was like, man, that's that's some shit, man. Yeah, was that we were like MySpace friends then or something? I don't even remember. <laughs> Probably, maybe, but I remember, remember that shit. yeah, MySpace, dude. You know, I think that still exists actually somewhere. I think it does too. That's why I posted something today on Facebook about canceling my account because I'm just over it. I've had like a good twelve year run, and people are like, well, no, it's good for 
you know, your story and like all this shit. And I'm like, yeah, but it's kind of like, feels like MySpace now. Like it feels like Instagram, just like the standard, you know? Yeah, 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 totally. It's funny. But I guess it's good for communication. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, you know, just, I do it just for the band and the fucking, you know, exactly. casting and stuff like that. Cause that's like, you know, but Instagram I think is probably, a, probably a better thing that more people are using. Yeah. I, I think they're primarily the same company, but it's just a different, you know, Instagram kind of took on the, 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 the persona and tone of Facebook with like, just not posting pictures. Just like, hey, here's my story. I'm doing a backflip and eating omelets. Like, all right, who the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do on Twitter. Twitter, you do Twitter too? Uh, everything. I, I don't go on Twitter, but things go, yeah. gets automatically posted to it, you know? Oh, it does? Oh, okay. I, yeah. know, I know what that does. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah it's, I tried it for like a week. I'm like, nope. <laughs> yeah, I don't, too I, don't much. Really, I don't fuck around with Twitter as much. So, as Tombs, what's, tell me about Tombs. What's up with that? Uh, you know, we've been around for like 12 years, man. And, uh, yeah, like 12 years. Motherfucker, where you been? I think that's what I mean. I'll be separate lifestyle doing 911 calls. I didn't listen to like hardcore yeah. shit. It was weird. Nah, you know, it's just, uh, you know, we were on relapse. We were on, then we were on metal blade and now we're no on, shit. yeah, now we're on season of mist. And, uh, what um, label was that label from? They're, uh, well, they're in the States too, but they're, they're, oh. they're, uh, based in France. Oh, no shit. Dope. Yeah. yeah so like, that sounds know, fun. Tour, you know, you put out a bunch of records, uh, you know, do all that shit. How's the drummer? What's his deal? Where's he from? Is he good? Is he bad? Is he medium? I, I think uh, he's probably one of the fucking top drummers, really, in, in metal. Really? I think. Oh, opinion. I can't wait to hear it when yeah, I hang man, up. I'll, I'm send, I'll send you some shit. I'll send you some shit. I haven't heard it. Yeah, would you? Yeah, I will, man. Because I know, like, I always loved your style. No ball sucking aside. He's just different. Well, um, people yeah. are different in different ways, but like the way you approach your instrument was like the way you should approach a fucking guitar. It's like you and Brian Baker, like these fucking like that, like picking, like, I don't know. You could tell you spent time on your craft and it shows. Well, it's stuff um, that we're doing now is even more different than you remember from, from Anadine really? for sure, man. Yeah. It's like, like what time signature wise or like just the material? Uh, it's just a little bit more technical. Um, the vocals are a little bit more evolved. Are you singing? Yeah. Yeah. I'm singing. Dope. Yeah, oh, man. I can't wait. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, it's like Dude, super, I'm like a fit five year old. It's like super dark, you know. Very, uh, you know, it's a lot of atmosphere. Dark, I like. Yeah, stuff yeah, like that. I like, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'll send, I'll send you, I'll share some stuff with you. Man. Oh, I can't wait to hear it, man. And that's like twelve years. That's not like saying we've been around for two years or some shit. That's a minute, damn. Yeah, yeah. We've been doing it for a while. So you're like a working band. Like you go on yeah. on road on the go road on and tour. Shit. You know, like do all that. Go to Europe, play festivals. Metal Blade and Relapse must have been cool, right? I think I was on Relapse for like four minutes when I was in Straw Dogs. So it was like re reprise or relapse. Oh, I think it's relapse, yeah. Relapse is great. Metal mm -hmm. Blade, not so much. Really? And, you would think that's their thing, is the metal, obviously. Yeah, but, but it's like I don't know. Man. Maria? I, I don't want to talk bad about them, but like yeah. they it unless they had like they have like three bands that are the priority. You know? Yeah, okay. Like Cannibal and then Corpse. everything else is secondary. Yeah, Cannibal Corpse, Behemoth, uh, mm -hmm. you know, Black Dahlia Murder, Cha uh, okay. White, White Chapel. Like okay. that's like they'll focus on them. I can see Cannibal Corpse. Is that the dude who has an upside down cross in his forehead or was that, that that's D side? D side. D side, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was we played that metal fest in um I think they still have it, Milwaukee, like ninety one. And uh, people didn't know what to think of us. Sick of all, like, what the fuck? But yeah. it, it, oh, it was so much fun. All the other bands were fucking hilarious, man. We were like videotaping shit. Like Lou put a dime on his forehead, and, and it was like like behind him. Like look at me with a dime on me. Like fucking, we were videotaping. It was fucked up. <laughs> like look at this asshole. <laughs> you know, I had Lou on this podcast about I don't know a few years ago. No shit. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, oh, that's dope. Yeah, it was a good, good How long have you had the podcast? I've been doing this since like uh, 2010, maybe. Oh, so yeah, good run. Five, six years. Yeah, doing it for a while. You know. Oh, that's dope, man. And what made you start it? Just to do it, man. Something else to yeah. do. Yeah. As far as getting it up and off the ground, was it hard to do, like technically, or is that no, pretty easy? No, it's pretty easy. What about financially? I have like a, I have one sponsor right now, and uh, mm-hmm. money trickles in from that, and uh, okay. I'm working on some other stuff. Okay. You know, I mean, a lot but as far stuff. as like getting it off the ground, say if I, I'm gonna talk third person. Say if Ek wanted to start, I'm just kidding. All right, <laughs> no, it's not a book. Yeah. There's some a friend of mine, you know, is interested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, friend. A, friend, it's just a... <laughs> a good friend of mine wants to know how to start a podcast. Yeah, listen, it's not it's not me, it's mind not you, me. but I have his close a friend. Really good friend of mine wants to do this. My old friend keeps pissing my friend keeps pissing out of his ass and I don't know what's going on with that. Like you... <laughs> I'm sorry, that was good. But uh anyway, yeah, so yeah. You, if you got cakewalk, right? And you got a mic- yeah. you got a microphone and you can um, yep. Yeah, you could fucking record yourself talking or talking to someone else. Okay. And then you just make it, uh, you know, MP3. And then you go okay. to like, uh, nowadays, just go into Google, podcast hosting. Okay. And then really? some, yeah, some fucking thing will come up. And some of them will, will do it for, it'll be free. You know, shit. You'll do it, you can do it for free with some. But they, wow. might, they might limit like, okay, well, you can only put up like X amount of minutes a month or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But yeah, it's... um. Wow, that's yeah, it's really there's nothing to it, man. And then, you know, you just uh, it makes an RSS feed, which is like a little code, and then okay, they submit it to everything else, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, really, like all that shit. Yeah, yeah, I saw you had a bunch of yeah. That's wow, that's sick too. You know, it is too. Like you in the beginning of the conversation, you're like, I see that you're keeping busy, you can't blah blah. blah. As far as like keeping busy, like that's an amazing thing for you to be like, not only do that, but do necros and also do like working, like doing your band, like that's fucking you're. You're busy, man. That's amazing. Yeah, you know, some people uh, have said that uh, that I'm uh, running away from my life. That's why I'm so busy. What? <laughs> been... Who the fuck would say that? <laughs> I mean, fucking, fucking, some people should be lined up and shot right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been, I've been accused of that by like certain, oh, please. certain agents that have uh, you know left my life yeah. recently. Okay. But, yeah. Know. Yeah. But you know, it's um, Bullshit. yeah, you know, it's like you stay so busy that you 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 know you're. No, if tour. that was the case, you would be like you'd be moving that like where you live in Jersey now would yeah. have been like your thirteenth place you've lived in the last five years. <laughs> That's running away from your life. Yeah, totally, man. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's the you know if someone says that I think they're just jealous. That's what that is. Um, you probably right about like probably right probably yeah. right about that. You know, see, no, jealousy, it's one of those emotions that it's like anger. It's like a necessity, but it's also like people, it manifests itself in different ways of people. A lot of times it'll be like a snarky remark or like a, it's like sarcasm. It's dark. It's not necessarily the funny kind or it sucks to be so empathetic, pick up on shit like that. Like I'm so fucking, I can pick up on like, you know, you were going to like that too. Like another fucking dude would look on his face. What's up with this fucking guy? Like quick, (laughs) like in 10 minutes, five minutes. I remember we go get a burrito and we figure some shit out. You know what I mean? Oh, what did you have that car, that fucking Ford? Oh, the Bronco. Like, the Bronco. The Bronco. Yeah, the Bronco. <laughs> yeah, man. Dumb. Hell yeah. You didn't give a fuck. You're like, yeah. Yeah. That was, I, my, 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 my dad gave me that car, man. Really? Yeah. Wow. Is your dad still around? Yeah, he's still around. So, how old? 82. Wow. Yep. That's fucking genius, dude. He's out there representing for the Republican Party, voting for Donald oh. Trump. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's like that. <laughs> yeah, man. It's like Good that. Fuck <laughs> It's a free country, kind of, sort of, a little bit. 
Wow, that's fucking dope. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, so, like nah, yeah. eighty two isn't what it used to be, and the seventies isn't what they would used to be too. Seeing my girl's parents and shit. I know, man. We're living longer. People are like yeah. staying, you know, vital, well into yeah. the later years of their life too. You know. Yeah, that's that's the key word, vital. I was just talking to my girlfriend about that. We were driving back from uh, Taylor's or some shit. I'm like, yo, there's like two. I was thinking to myself, and it sounds stupid in black and white because most shit isn't black and white. It's more gray area. The older you get, I find that like people. There's some people that just don't give a fuck that are like that that road rage style that is just want to don't give a fuck, eat and litter and shit and fucking and then just die and don't give a fuck about the future. But there's also the person that like is one of sustainability and that like the complete opposite of the spectrum. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think yeah. there's any middle ground with that, you know? I agree. That's an observation I've made out here because it's like you see a lot of electric vehicles, but then you also see the hypocrisy with that. I've seen a dude with one just getting out with a cigarette and threw it on the ground. I was like, really? I was out like, out of an electric car? Yeah, out of a, a Tesla, you know. But I, but I didn't, I didn't say nothing. I said it with my eyes, of course, because I, I keep my mouth shut being an older man. Um, and it was just funny. I was like, "Wow, that's like a bird flying backwards." It just didn't look right, you know what I'm saying? That's so <laughs> funny, man. The guys like oh, lit, litter, littering and fucking. <laughs> totally, and it's the fucking smell like a Marlboro Red too. To fucking add insult to injury. What <laughs> fucking Christ, that's like that's like the Diet Coke cheeseburger thing, you know? It's like what the Diet fuck Coke are you doing? And cheeseburger. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I'm feeling like super Monty Python today for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> so do you think you're going to stay out there in, uh, in California? Yeah, I think so, Mike. I, um, um, I don't know. It's like a, it's like a, a lifestyle thing. It's a um, quality of life um, issue slash decision because not only am I keeping myself busy with the arts and things of that sort, I, have, I met this amazing woman, um, Monica, who – uh, it's been like a year, like a little bit, like a year and a month. And she, uh, it's weird. I just met her on one of those dating apps, like Hinge or some shit, whatever. Nice. And I, I would, I would like go on, like go on that or Bumble, like yeah, whatever. I was like, yeah, let's go on a date. And I would just never, I would just like no call, no show. Like yeah, whatever. It's like never go. I was so tired of it. But then she was like, are you coming? Like I want to meet today for so and so. She kind of made me go on the first date. And it was, dude. I opened the door to her place, and I was just like, what the fuck? Like, poof, magical, magical. That's awesome. Uh, man. She's fucking the shit. And it's like, we're like this borderline power couple of sorts. And it's interesting because she has a six-year-old and, her, and she just got divorced. And he, that's a whole other story. But the six-year-old kid, like, I, I was like, you know, come here, go away with that. Like, I'm like, yo, I don't, you know, I've never dated anyone with kids in my life. So it wasn't until uh, two, three months ago where the ex-husband got arrested for opening pain in the car. I was like, I think I should probably step up right now and kind of get to know the kid or whatever. And he's fucking amazing. He's so, he's so smart and sharp his age. He also could be a little prick, but I mean, he's six, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but we, it's really cool. And it's like, I, I love this kid, you know what I mean? And it's like, a, it's a package deal. And I just think it's made my life that much more magical. Like, I feel everything, my mind, body, and soul, they're just all, they were bankrupt, you know? I had that back surgery in 2010 and from an injury, and it just, it bankrupted me for like four or five years. I was MIA. So to be where I am now is just like magical. That's I can't awesome, think of another word, really, but, but that seems like the right one to use. Yeah, I think I'm going to stay here. It's, it just seems like the right thing to do. I've, I've always liked California, man. I've, I've always liked L.A. Like, I mean, I haven't yeah. been out there since before the pandemic, obviously. But Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Well, I was, you know, we had a whole year of tours canceled. I was supposed oh, to right. be in L.A. like three times last year. You know I, I mean? forgot about that. Yeah, yeah a lot man. of bands. So it's just shit. like. You know, Damn. So how often do you, like, when you go on the road, would you do like two, three month spurts or like 30 day spurts or is it very? I mean, if there's a, if there, we have an album out, we'll go out do like. Try to do like two U, two U.S. tours and so, then like go to Europe or something like that or play a festival perfect. over there. You know, so yeah. that's kind of the thing. That's the way you sell records, dude, is a touring. I yeah. mean, 
people got to see you, you know? Well, that's, that's the only way you make any money at all these days is touring, you know, selling, yeah. selling merchandise. And shit I was like just going to say mer- merchant touring, right? That's yeah. it. Yeah. If you have those things lined up right, I see all those other guys in Boston, like Dropkicks and all, like uh, whoever, like those bands on level, like the shit that they're doing. I'm like, that is crazy. I kind of fuck with the drummer and I text back and forth recently. Like, he was like, I saw you at the channel. It's like, it was fucking amazing. I'm like, what? You're the one who fuck. His chops are sick. He's like marching band, high school guy, chops guy. Right. I'm like, what are you talking about? I was like, I couldn't play that bagpipe song if you fucking paid me a million dollars. Like, we're going back and forth. But those dudes were just like skinhead dudes and the bruisers. Yeah. Like, and all of a sudden, wow. Just that, you know, talk about decision making, you know? And even that band, like, the, I thought the Street Dogs, that other, the, where the singer has, like, they work too. They have one of those, like, NASCAR things where you, like, put all your load in and shit, like, 70 grand or something. It's sick. And, like, oh, they, they're on the road a lot, I think. Yeah. But Street Dogs, I think they're called. Yeah. Fuck yeah. But yeah, so, like, that level. And then you got to work. I mean, especially if, like, are you guys going to, now that COVID's over, you're going to record again or what's going on with that? Well, we put an album out last year. Um, okay. But we're, you know, we're working on new material. We'll probably record at some point in 2022 and uh so we have a single that's coming out in uh early in 2022 really uh nice. yeah yeah we, we were supposed to do a tour in november but that got postponed just okay shit's still whack right now you know yeah I, mean? I was gonna say shit's weird because i was talking to uh, what's his name mark i know he does an ma day booking over in europe because of maybe possible wars on shows and he was like yo shit is so behind over here just in germany like I talked to him a few months ago. He's like, the, the vaccine is just like they ordered the wrong ones and all this shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? They, <laughs> they, they so ordered the wrong ones. German- <laughs> yeah, I know. Christ, no. He was all mad with the German accent. I was like, sorry, dude, I can't stop laughing. That's you funny. know, like, whatever. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. But, I, I, you know I, we, we got like a couple of shows in November just in, in New York. We're playing with Nuclear Assault and, uh, you know. No dude, way, like, Danny Ilka. That's my ninja. Yeah, dude, Danny's, oh. Danny's awesome, man. I love that. Dude, give him a big hug for me, man. He's one of my favorite people in the world. Speaking of that Milwaukee Metal Fest, he was there randomly because you could pick him out of a crowd 80 feet away. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, Danny. He's like, he's like seven feet tall, you know. Yeah, yeah. right. Crazy. He looks crazy on stage, too. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing here, Mr. Fucking Queens? He's like, oh. I just saw the band called Extra Hot Sauce. We're playing so and so. I was like, Extra Hot Sauce it sounds so crazy. <laughs> the way he said it, like just like kind of like, I that that dude's a legend, man, Danny Logan. He is. He's, he's a legend in in our world, and he's also a legend in with the neighborhood he's from. It's crazy. And I don't think I think Nuclear Cell never got the props they deserve, right? They they should have been like you know right? one of the big five, or they should have yep. been the fifth out of the big. Four, yeah, I agree. You know? <laughs> like what I got. The Anthrax and all those, right? Yeah, no, they're they're yeah. fucking great, man. They're wasn't Scott Ian in that band? Scott Ian, no, he was in um, MOD, MOD and Anthrax. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and Danny was in, uh, yeah, was in Nuclear Assault. Nuclear Assault. Yeah, and then he didn't really do much, right? Oh no, no, no. He he's he's to this day that guy's putting shit out, man. Really? Yeah. Wow. He, for years he was in Brutal Truth, and then okay. he was oh, in I remember like, this band called Lockup. He was in like okay. tons of shit, man. Wow, he's still recording and doing shit. Yeah, dude, he's still that's amazing. Fucking out there, man, doing. Stuff I gotta see what time. he looks like now. Is he all salt and pepper or some shit with that? He crazy looks exactly look? the same, man. Does he? That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> he does. That guy hasn't aged in like thirty years. And his like delivery is so Queens. Like you wouldn't think that accent would come out of him. You think he'd be like have some Arkansas shit. Hey, do you like knock loose? Not to be ADHD, but do you like from Kentucky knock Ooh. loose? I never even heard of that. Um, Dude, I'm gonna send you some shit. It's gonna change your fucking life. They're pretty much like the biggest, like the biggest hardcore band now. Huh. Um, like they fucking headline over Madball, all this crazy shit. They're oh, from Kentucky. Shit. Yeah, it's weird. I just I, my boy turned me on to them like a year ago, and I was like, holy fucking shit! 
And then randomly enough, the singer hit me up on um, on IG to get some Warzone merch. I was like, are you fucking serious? You got you on? He's like, yeah, we're on stage. I'm like, what the fuck? Dude, it's nasty. You're going to like, I'll send you some shit and just look. For, I mean, just download what you want to download, whatever. It's just, dude, it's fucking. As far as that, like, chugga chugga, I call it, what do you call it? I call it, like, Cookie Monster Hardcore. Like, jig, 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 jig. like all that's like, like stuff from even from Boston, Death Before Dishonor. It's all that mid-tempo, kind of like generic whack, trying to be hate breeds kind of style. <laughs> Yeah, and they, but this is like it's like they do this cool shit, and the drummer doesn't overplay, and the singer it's he screams, but it's like a cool scream. It's not like a bum out. Yeah, I think you like them. Fuck yeah, man! I'm always interested in checking out some new shit. Yeah, yeah me too. I can't want to hear tombs, man. Yeah, dude, I'll send huh. you right after right after this. I'll send some stuff. That's a great name, out, by the way. Yeah, it's like you know, dark evil. Like, yeah, <laughs> not not just tombs. Yeah, just tombs. Yeah. yeah, that's fucking dope. I like that. Well, anyway, dude, th- thanks for fucking doing this, man. It was great talking You're to welcome, you. welcome, Mike. Hey, promise me one thing. What's that? We, we keep in touch. 100%. I was going to say right? the same thing now that we've Good. spoken a fo- formally. Yes. Now, informally, we can stay in touch. Yes. Yes. I'm fucking off. That's uh, good. I, I mean, I look forward to it. Hell yeah, man. I want to see what's going on, like your, your, your success and your progress and what's going on with the band and just your life in general. And we can do that with each other. That's what friends are supposed to do, right? That's right. Is that? That's the definition. It's not about all about what I'm doing or all about what you're doing. It's about what we're doing together, like, like you know, mystically, if that's the right word. <laughs> mystically, that's Mystic. good, man. I like that, mystically. Dude, where did that yeah. come from? <laughs> that's fucking awesome. <laughs> like, I was doing this, I was doing this thing with my hands, like some Italian dude do. I'm like, you know, in and out, like, you know, like, uh, mystically. <laughs> what a fucking asshole. <laughs> For some reason, it, it, it really hit home with you. It's like the back alley comment. You're like, I like mystically. That's fucking dope. <laughs> Oh fuck! Well, yeah, Mike. This is fucking amazing, beautiful, and um, I can't wait to hear it. And also, keep in touch with you. Hell yeah, man. <laughs>